Welcome to Jack of No Trades without the clap. No clapping today. I'm sitting here looking at Taylor right in his steely dead eyes. What is up, Taylor? I'm a changed man. What happened? I saw totality. What the hell is that? I saw the total solar eclipse, man. You're still talking about this damn eclipse? Yeah. That's like five days old. Um, it's gonna be talked about for the rest of my life. The internet has moved on. No one cares about what you saw. I don't care what anyone cares about. I care about what I care about. <laughs> That's a lot of cares. <laughs> so many cares. Yeah. All right, give me one reason why I should care that you saw the moon go in front of the sun for two minutes. Because you'll never see anything that can compare to that, ever. That's not good enough. Welcome, Brendan. Hi, thank you. First time on the podcast today. Yes. He's in the room with us as well. I've been listening for a while. I'm happy to be on. All right, Brendan. You've heard, have you heard all of our episodes? I have all of them except for some of the off-the-rails ones. Those get kind of long. They get kind of long, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't sit through, through one of them. Okay, I don't blame you. But they're all, I, I love them all. They're all pretty funny. So, so what beefs and do you have with the show? Beefs? Yeah. I don't think I have any beefs. Nothing? No. Nothing you want to hold our feet to the fire? Like... No, I like I like them all. <laughs> really, He's I love, pandering. The, the Taken ones are hilarious. <laughs> I am a fan of the Taken Taken series. You're one of the six fans of the Taken series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, okay. Well, we like to have our guests on that do listen to the podcast, and if there is something you remember as we're recording that you want to call us out on, feel free. I'll think. I'll try and think of something then. We're trying not to be bitches where we just like people coming on telling us we're awesome. Okay. We want people telling us we suck. Sounds good. Some of the best are Tyler from the Off the Rails. Yes. Every time mm-hmm. he comes on, he has a list of things that he just complains about. Okay. Mostly things Taylor says, but that's not I getting guess, it picky. Oh. No. I could. Well, I'm not on Twitter anyway, so I couldn't live tweet it if you were live anyway. So some of the stuff you talk about, I I know the inside jokes, so. <laughs> He's got inside information. I, I'd love to contribute more, but I can't. So. We'll get on Twitter. Yeah, hit us up, I'll John just, Pod. I'll try and get on Twitter. It's free. That is true. It's free. It's, it's a great true. way to troll people. I do too. have a Twitter. I just suck at using it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a separate pod. We'll teach you how to use Twitter. Yeah. So Taylor, totality changed you. Yes. Anything else change you in your life? No. He's giving me a creepy look right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. We won't go into it. Yeah, we don't need to. Totality, though. Totality. Is that like the most hashtag word ever, totality? Yes. It's a word that you can only use in one context. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get any superpowers while you were there? I may have. You may have. I'm just still discovering them. Gotcha. Some people discover their sexuality. I discover my superpowers. <laughs> you, you discovered both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely not gay. Not gay. Oh, uh, totality. So... The greatest thing that ever happened with a solar eclipse was the show Heroes. Correct. Is that it? Greatest eclipse show of all time. Um, if you had to get a superpower from totality, what would you have want? Would it be a hero superpower? Does that have yeah. to be a hero superpower? What would you want from the solar eclipse? Well, Siler is obviously... Nerd alert. No one. one knows who that is. Okay, so Siler can eat the brains of his victims and assume all of their powers. Wow. So you want to be a cannibal? It's kind of dark. A little dark. <laughs> or Hiro Nakamura. Oh my gosh, extra nerd. Just tell us superpowers. <laughs> he can control and manipulate time and space. So he can teleport, he can freeze time. He's pretty cool. All right. Okay. All 
All right, so either eat people's brains or teleport. Manipulate time and space. Was that so hard? (laughs) 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 Not hard. I think it was easier. What about you, Brendan? What superpower? I would like to fly. Flight. Flight is cool. Classic. Classic. Is that... Was that somebody's superpower? Since yeah, that knows all yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. Is it that all he could do? Nathan Petrelli. Yeah, that was his power. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> memory on you. <laughs> yeah, man. I was a big Heroes fan back in the day. Only season one, though. It falls apart. What, what about you? Um, I'm trying to remember. See, like, the whole, like, Deadpool, like, being able to take an infinite amount of punishment would be kind of cool. Um, it'd be painful. But it'd be kind of cool because you could do all sorts uh, of this random This has to be a hero superpower. Oh, my gosh. Well, remind me again. You know the show. Uh, no, I really don't. You named all of them. Uh, you, you still haven't forgotten. I know there was Hayden Panettiere, which was invincible. Claire Bennett. She's not invincible. Oh, <laughs> the names you remember. <laughs> <laughs> what was his douchebag uh, government brother? What could he do? Douchebag government brother? No, Nathan Petrelli's brother. He could fly. That was his power? Yeah. And Nathan could do everything. Peter could. Peter could do everything. And Nathan could fly. And Nathan could fly. Yeah. Okay, what could the blonde chick he was hooking up with do? Uh, she was, like, super strong. What was her name? Oh, my Ooh, God. I don't remember. Stumped. I don't remember. <laughs> we stumped him. So she, she was super strong? Yeah. Okay. What was the... Ooh, the one black... Little, her, little, her little black son could uh, manipulate all the electronics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. Super strength would be kind of cool. Micah was his name. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Any other ones? What could the mom do? Which mom? The Petrelli mom. She could see the future. Oh, Petrelli mom. Really? Yeah, I'm going down on that. Could she read minds? Um, no. Could anybody read minds? Siler. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, he could. Oh, the one dude. The, the fat, fat cop. Dude. Fat guy. Fat cop. I want his power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to read minds. Just That's read mine. Minds? That's it. I'm done. <laughs> fat. I want to read minds. Uh, teleport and then super strength. In his that last order. name was Workman, I think. I can't remember his first name. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. Cool show. Mm-hmm. Season one. Yeah, he, he could read his wife's mind when she was cheating on him. So Ooh. great for that guy. Yeah. He's great in bed. Yeah. Because he could read her mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't think I'm going to rewatch that show, though. Yeah. There's too much on TV. I never saw it. That was, like, the first show I watched a season of on DVD. Like, back when that was a thing where you mm-hmm. bought the DVD set. And you just binge it? Yeah, but I will never forget how upset Ben was that... Me and another fitness Jake, we uh, we watched a few episodes without him. He betrayed me. That's right. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> he was very upset. I'm still butthurt. <laughs> That's a sacred thing. Brittany, you're married. Do you have shows you and your wife watch? Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife's name's Alexis. Um, there was one show. I can't remember what it was now. Must not have been very <laughs> <laughs> Not very worth memorable. noting. But yeah, she, she watched ahead and... and uh, I didn't forgive her. Is that it? You're done? Do you watch shows with her anymore? Uh, no, we, yeah, we still watch shows. <laughs> oh. That's the only time I watch TV, really. Because yeah. <laughs> there's, there's something about like being hostage to your partner when you can watch TV. Yeah. yeah there, there's a couple shows that I can't watch with her. They're usually World War II documentaries or, <laughs> or some other documentary that I'm watching. Deep dives that'll put her asleep? Yeah, she, and if I, yeah, if I do watch them with her, she falls asleep. So, like, I recently have been with you this weekend. We started watching Rick and Morty together. Oh, yeah. I've already seen them all, but I got you. It's hilarious. Watching. What's your get take on it? Oh, it's, it's pretty funny. They're all, uh, all each episode, there's some cult, um, 
Oh, what is it? Some uh, uh, way to look at or some, uh, like a pop culture. Yeah, that's what it's like a pop a... culture reference to each episode. That, that's pretty cool. Like what the it plays off of um, Back to the Future. What was the other one that was uh, Inception um, in that Inception, first season? Yeah, in, the, in that episode. Um, the Meesinks one. What, what was it? Meesinks. 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 Mister Meesinks. That, that Mr. was, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I love because it it's so dense with references, yeah. and there's YouTube videos you can see, and they'll they'll show you like all of the different old vid movies they reference, old TV, uh, the current like Inception type movies that everyone knows about. Yeah, it's just so much to process. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call her out live on, on the podcast, but my wife says it's a dumb show. It's a stupid show, and I, I disagree with I her. I don't think my wife would like it either. Is it too much butt humor? Like Probably. poop and butt humor? Yeah, I think she would think I was just dumb and juvenile. The second you yeah. see somebody fart, they're, my wife's done. She's like, this is stupid. Yeah. There's like nothing. That. you. I can't get into this. Mm-hmm. Do you, why do you think they do that, Taylor? The poop humor? Yeah, just like the dumb humor. Well, I think it's... One, it's it's almost like they kind of enjoy the fact that people think the show's stupid. Uh-huh. So I think it it gives it more credibility. I think with with I mean, because South Park's kind of the same. Yeah, way, that's right? a South Park trope, right? That, like that it's just a bunch of toilet humor. That there's uh-huh. no merit to it. But in reality, it's actually very well written, very funny comedy. But it's hidden under this exterior of poop jokes, you know? Right. Right, the social commentary in South Park. Rick and Morty has some social commentary. Oh, yeah. It's more philosophical. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Like, what is life? What are we doing here? Does it have meaning? How do we find meaning in our life? All of these thoughts that, like, people have, it's expressed in this medium that's so goofy that yeah. you're like, oh, it's kind of non-threatening, you know? Yeah. Rather than just me looking at you and saying, your life has no meaning. But in reality, it's super heavy. It's super heavy. Yeah, with the with the last episode we watched, they um, he was working on his marriage. Oh yeah, he, it was he was saving his marriage in that episode with the me sinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that only gets darker and darker it, as yeah. it goes along. <laughs> you got you got a lot of cool episodes to to watch, I'm Brennan. Sure. I think it's just it's a show that gives you multiple levels. So like, if, yeah. if you're all you can handle is toilet humor, then you get that. But for those of us that enjoy something a little more. Uh, meaningful and deeper, then you get the deeper philosophical themes and and references and things like that. So. Gotcha. It's a lot of cool stuff. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Must watch. The must watch right now. Yep, it's it's killing it right now. Ozark, another great show. Brendan, you've seen. I'm not We're all the way on, in. I'm only um, three episodes in. I think we got to the fourth episode, um, and it uh, it starts off. Um, well, it starts off interesting, but like it goes dark quick. Very dark. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but he he goes from a guy with like it looks like a simple pornography addiction to <laughs> um, he is deep deep into some some bad stuff. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, it gets it gets heavy quick. It's it's a Breaking Bad esque show. Yeah, that's the way it felt. So, yeah. it, um, it, but it's fun. It's definitely got a different vibe than Breaking Bad. Netflix, man, just throwing down. Yeah, new content all the time. It's crazy how Netflix and Amazon—they're they're taking all these stars from Hollywood, and we're G- making our own stuff now. Exactly, giving yeah. them the keys. No more theater stuff. Because like Jason Bateman directs a lot of the episodes, I think. Yeah, I heard he did the first two uh-huh. and like the last two of Ozarks. Yeah. So I mean, I love it. I think it's great. 
Got a new season of BoJack Horseman coming out on oh, Netflix. Really? Yeah, September eighth. Oh, okay. That's another one that's it's a critique on Hollywood and oh, fame yeah. and Should and love. Too depressing for me, man. It, it's it's a comedy, but it's very heavy at the exact same time. Okay. It's dr- It's very dramatic. And what else is getting released? Oh, Destiny Two. Yes. Brendan is on our raid crew. Yes. That's right. We haven't raided. In it's been a long time. It's been a, yeah, it's just been a long time. We've been on hiatus. Yeah. Taking a break. We're taking a break, but we're going to get back into it next month. So mm-hmm. It's a very ridiculous production when we get all six of us together <laughs> trying to actually... Just learning to jump. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget when we did a raid, and me and Ben figured out the jumping probably an hour before everybody else. And we're just, I'm literally just sitting on my couch waiting for four grown men <laughs> to figure out how to jump on a platform. You would, would have thought Mario would have prepared us all for this. Yes. Simple platforming. And Joe, you got to figure out how to jump, man. This is going to get old. He's going to stop talking to us if we keep beating this over his head. We need to post a video of him trying to jump. <laughs> like once the, <laughs> once we start playing Destiny 2. Oh, man. No, I think the game's going to be... I'm hoping – there's no way they're going to make it easier, right? No. I can't imagine them dumbing the game down. Doubtful. It's going to get more complex. I think it'll feel easier just because we're starting a new yeah. a new game. We were playing at a – well, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a big-time gamer, but right. we're at a high level now on Destiny, and now we're getting kicked back to the base. Ground floor. Ground floor of, of uh, levels. It's kind of like dating a girl with a lot of baggage, playing Destiny by the end of its like its last quarter of life, because they had so many new iterations. People had been around and they'd done so much with the game. Oh, yeah. By the time you actually got into it, you're like, "What the hell? <laughs> what is that?" Yeah, or you take a break from it for like a month and you come back it's completely you, you different. Yeah, you don't it's, even recognize the game. Hardly. It's evolved so much from day one release. Yeah, which is the best and worst thing about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think there'll be obviously some nuance and uh, getting used to the new structures they put in. But hopefully, you know, we're all pretty busy guys. It's not like we're just sitting around all day. Hopefully we can play it enough to actually do most of the things the game has to offer. Uh, there's these things called energy drinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Revolutionary. Yeah, all-nighters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need sleep, man. Just cut it out. You don't have to sleep in anyway. You got a kid that's always I awake. Oh Yeah. Just game, bro. I, some of these nights when she stays up, that's what I'll be doing. There, there have been times where it hasn't been at night yet, but during the day, I'll be, we'll be waiting to leave. Alexis is getting ready, and I'll sit on the couch and play a level, and she'll just sit on my uh, on my lap, and uh, like I'll snuggle her next to me and wrap her in a blanket so she doesn't fall over, and she'll just watch the TV go I'm, as I'm killing aliens. Easy. <laughs> You're getting it from a young age. Yeah, I know. We got a couple kids in our gaming crew now that could, uh, they could be indoctrinated and be placeholders for some of us. Oh yeah, you know, alternates. That's right. So yeah. you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> get those five year olds just <laughs> holding down the fort. <laughs> well, I'm excited for it. Madden's coming out. It's it's out now. Taylor, I don't want it. He won't play it because it's a bro game. No, it's the fact that I know I'm not going to play it enough to warrant spending money on it. Such a cheapskate. I know. It's your American duty to play football games with me. <laughs> My American duty? <laughs> it's the most American game you can play. That's not true. You're right. Call of Duty, obviously. Oh, yeah. Isn't there a new Call of Duty coming out? Yeah, it's World War II. That's what you've cool. been waiting for. I know. The original Call of Duty, we had that on Xbox. That was pretty fun. So this this uh, looks pretty sweet. Going back to its roots. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, those mm-hmm. those ones were those were good ones. So I bet you'll be first in line for that one, Brendan. Damn. All right. Well, we got games. We got movies. We got. We haven't talked about movies, TV shows. What else? Is there any movies coming out? Blade Runner twenty forty nine comes out soon. Is that in September? September or early October. Oh, it is coming out in September. Yeah. Are you gonna go see it? I'll probably go see it. Scared cat. See it. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Clowns though. I am a terrified. I'm a. I'm a terrified. A clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Who I, I, Italian. I said I'm a on accident, so I just I went with it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my fear, bro. Bees and clowns. <laughs> you combine the two. If B movie had clowns, oh my gosh, <laughs> be too much. Uh, too much, bro. The clown looks pretty scary. It does. Have you seen the trailer, Brendan? I have seen the trailer and. I don't do scary movies, and that <laughs> that trailer freaked me out. You're out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not You're out. it. I, I think I'm going to see it. Most scary movies don't ever live up to the hype, unfortunately. That's I don't true. find. I, I feel like if there's hype for it and you try and see it, it's usually not scary. Dude, I can't believe they came with another Annabelle this month. Of course they do. I mean, the original Annabelle was terrible. It was very bad. Not Haven't good. they done a couple of them? Like the... Like there's so, two, so, aren't there three of them now? So the Conjuring is where Annabelle was introduced. Okay. And then they did a spinoff, and this is a sequel to that spinoff. Oh. That's right. Okay. And Annabelle wasn't scary. I wanted it to be scary. It wasn't. It wasn't scary. Hmm. The scariest part was the concept of maybe sewing a needle through your phone with a sewing machine. That was the scariest part of that movie. I was like, oh my gosh, is she going to do that? That's going to hurt so bad. Who gives a damn about that damn doll? It doesn't matter. But the sewing machine, very scary. All right, well, there's stuff. To, we got to get we got to get Bilmo on here. We got to review some review summer. Yeah. Officially. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that, people. We'll do an f- official movies pod. Um, there's a couple movies that we want to talk about. So now we got an expert on the podcast today. We're going to tackle the hot button issue. Mother freaking guns, people. Guns. Guns are an issue. Not right now, but they could be in a week. Brendan is a certified gunsmith, so he knows how to make guns. He knows how to shoot guns. He knows all about it. Brendan, where, where did your fascination in guns start? Uh, when I turned 12, I was, uh, I was 12 years old. Christmas time, my dad gets a twenty two for us all. Um, and we go out and we 22 is a, a smaller rifle. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a small. You're going to need to pretend good, people don't know sure, what guns it's, are. It's a, it's a beginner's rifle. Shoots a tiny little, uh, 22 round, um, 22 being 22 tenths of an inch. Okay. Um, it's not centimeters. It's 20. It's, it's not, point. not 22 tenths. It's, um, oh, I can't even think of it now. Millimeters. No, it's not millimeters. Um, it's point. Two two of an inch of an inch. Gotcha. That's what it is. Gotcha. Uh, then you get up to like, you said it right. Like the fifty cal is a half an inch. Right. That's that's point five inches. Um, Sounds big. Yeah, the fifty cal is big. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, started shooting. That was fun. And um, then we have to, we have you have to clean a gun after you shoot it. it after a time, it builds up um, just dirt, dust, gr- um, powder from shooting it. And we had to take it apart, and I loved it. So uh, took it apart, cleaned it, put it back together. It shoots better after you clean it, and uh, that's it's kind of all downhill from there. I took apart all all my dad's guns, and um, you probably love that. Um, yeah, this guy likes cleaning all my stuff. When, when I, yeah, he does now. Now that I know how to put them back together, uh, do it there right. There's a couple times where I had needed his help to put them back together, and we had to look up some videos on YouTube. YouTube is does help if you. 
have never seen something before. Yeah, I could I could imagine that. Yeah. So with gun maintenance, all right, before we tap into like political issues with guns or whatever, um, in movies, guns are portrayed frequently. Oh yeah. Right. What are your pet peeves when you're watching a movie about the um, way people handle guns? It's the sounds that they add to the movie. Oh, okay. Like, you'll see a guy pull his pull his Glock from his holster and pull it up to point at somebody, and it's making all sorts of clicks, like. Yeah. There's no sound that's made. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's the only sound that you're gonna make is when you you pull the slide back to add another round to the chamber if you haven't put one in already, and it's. It, it, that bugs me. It's so much more dramatic, though. With oh the yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely know, more dramatic, and it sounds cool. And, right, but that doesn't happen. I feel like they'd life. all be deaf from not using ear protection. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With most pistols and rifles, you're you're gonna have uh, some blown eardrums pretty and quick. I've I've shot a, a Glock occasionally, but. Um, shooting that one-handed is not easy, and you're gonna have a lot of recoil. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you have to really practice to shoot accurately one-handed, especially if you're doing a backflip. <laughs> especially if you're doing a backflip. <laughs> um, like you can stand in pretty still and shoot a shoot a pistol one-handed and and hit your target every time, but running this is, is another story. My question for you is... You got to really practice at that. The silencer. I just did air quotes. Sure. Is there such thing as a silencer, like in a spy film? So the silencers that per- they portray are definitely... Um, Bull- too, bullshit? Too, yeah, they're definitely too silent. <laughs> Very exaggerated. Yeah. The, so if you take like a twenty-two that I was talking about earlier, this, they're really small, and you can get a, a round or a... They they load it differently so it shoots slower, mm-hmm. and it, the bullet doesn't break the sound barrier. So when you shoot a gun, you have two sounds. You have the sound of the bullet breaking the sound barrier, and also the bang of the powder inside the gun. Okay. And so on a twenty two, you since it's so small, you can, you can do that. But with a uh, with anything really much higher, nine millimeters, forty fives, or your your AR fifteens that shoot a two two three or a five five six round. They, uh, um, they they just suppress them. So suppressors are is more accurate of a of a term than a of, silencer. Than a silencer, because we're not we're not silencing much. So does a it, silencer exist? Not really. Okay. I mean, because <laughs> like, ju- it just sounds good, right? And and it does silence the the shot, but not completely. I mean, like in a movie, they can shoot somebody in the back of the head, and somebody ten yards away couldn't hear it. Um, it depends on how loud the space is. Yeah, I guess if you're outside. Because I mean, it was like, like we, were, mean, we were watching John Wick. Yeah. He shot, they were at a concert. He shot his, his, I don't know what caliber pistol he was using, but there was a loud concert outside the, the where their bathroom they were in where he assassinated this chick. Yeah, you probably get away with that because it's so loud outside, right. so much echo. Another bang isn't going to bug people, but. How did he handle guns as a whole? Did you like the way it was portrayed? Um, yeah, well, I've seen Keanu Reeves do actual training in a, a three-gun competition. So they he starts with a pistol, shoots different targets, moves to a rifle, shoots different targets, uh-huh. and then a shotgun, which he he essentially did in the movie. Right. Um, running in different targets under to different targets and and timed, and so it was pretty. It was accurate in the the way he handled some of the things he definitely had a different style that it 
is John Wick style. Mm-hmm. Um, but the amount of times he shot, you have to be, but I guess he was a trained assassin. So Absolutely. Yes. If he'd been doing that his whole life, sure. I guess you, <laughs> you can have that type of accuracy. If you're that been, works for him. If you've been doing that for so long. Well, I loved how in John Wick, he double tapped almost everyone he killed, Yep, which is very uncommon. It's generally like one shot and the person's done no matter where they hit them. Head yeah, or, in, headshot or in, in not. In action movies, yeah, they don't, you don't see a double tap very often. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah. was d- in the body, in the head. In the body, in the yeah, head. Th- that, that's what some, some trainers do that. It, make sure your your target's down. You put, uh, like, a, I think the Marines do, it's called a hammered pair. They put two in the chest, one in the head. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, same, it kind of, essentially the same thing well. just to make sure that the person's down because... It, sometimes a, a bullet won't put someone down the, the first time when when they're under that much adrenaline. Oh, well, when you're clearing 100 people, you got to make sure that everybody's <laughs> yeah. dead. Well, and, <laughs> so and the, the, the other thing that dead. was interesting in John Wick is some of the guys did get up after yeah. he had shot them, so it, it wasn't a, a for sure thing when he did hit them, oh, but they went down. That guy, the beast. I'm excited for the third movie. Oh, so, yeah. So I need. So have you seen Old Country? No Country for Old Men? No. Brendan. Okay. I so there's a scene where Josh Brolin is running away from a bunch of uh, Mexican cartel people and a dog's chasing him. And to get away from this pit bull that's chasing him, which is locked in on taking him down, he jumps into a river with his uh, revolver, mm-hmm. floats down the river, gets onto the shore. He's fumbling to get his gun out of his pocket and load it because mm-hmm. the dog is going to come because it's been following him chase him up the shore and attack him and he like fumbles with his gun he loads it and just in the nick of time he shoots him gotcha. does water affect a gun like a yeah. like that type of a gun like a, a standard kind of just like well, revolver if you, if you style shoot a gun un- underwater the the bullet's only going to go maybe some a few inches a couple feet maybe depending on the the bullet the velocity of the when okay. it leaves the barrel but it, coming out of the water most of the time no it's not going to no, it wouldn't it affect much. it at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and fumbling around, most of the water fell out of the barrel anyway. Um, unless he had really bad ammo and got water inside the casing that got the powder wet, then he would just have a dud. But most ammo would Yeah, most withstand. modern ammo it can withstand going underwater for okay. just a little bit. Yeah. I've always wondered that. I was like, you can just get your guns all wet and then just shoot it? Like, yeah, mo- okay. mo- most of the time. Um, and it depends on the gun. Um, like if he got gotten a bunch of sand in a revolver... It may not be uh, as good because there, there's a lot more cracks and bugs. okay. I guess they all have cracks and crevices, but the revolver has usually an external moving piece that's exposed to the elements more than a say a Glock um, okay. or a, a Beretta. A Beretta has a hammer too, but um, okay. So well, it was a, it was a revolver, wasn't it? Or was it a Desert Eagle? Because he picked up a Desert Eagle. I don't remember. Eh. <laughs> Whatever, it's <laughs> not important, right? So. Don't want to take too much more time of your time, Brendan. Okay. But I'm looking to purchase a gun. Okay. To conceal and carry. Mm-hmm. Conceal carry. Not con. Yeah, conceal. And Why carry. do you yeah. need to conceal and carry, Taylor? Because I need to feel safe. I don't feel safe with you having a gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't feel safe. Why is that? Because you got fumbly hands. Fumbly hands. Yeah. What if you fumbly accidentally blast yourself in the butt? Pulling it out, you got the thing all. How easy concealed. is that? Does that happen often? What 
fumbling around. Fumbling around I'm going to be devil's advocate. Well, the, anti-gun Ben here. <laughs> the misconceptions with people with guns, and it, it is a bad thing with, with gun owners. When you go for a concealed carry, you, in most states you have to go take a class. The class really only involves knowing the gun laws, um, the your responsibility to reduce a threat level before you use lethal force. Um, some states, only a few, require you to take an actual pistol course that teaches you how to use your gun. And I'm guessing New York City or New York State. New York State doesn't let doesn't. Um, from what I know, and this may have changed recently, um, they don't grant uh, concealed carry permits unless you have an actual threat against your life or your family. So, like, you have to, you have to almost have the FBI involved before they'll give you <laughs> a, a concealed carry so permit. We, so we need to preface this that gun laws vary by state yes. overall, mm-hmm. right? So yep. what concealed carry laws or what kind of gun you can own. Those yeah. are a lot dictated by states, yep. right? They're the, the good states that that um, allow you to carry most easily are Utah's good, Arizona, Texas, Florida's a good one. Wyoming? Um, Wyoming, you can get one. I don't. They're not the most recognized concealed carry permit, but that, that that's a good state. Um, with concealed carry permits, they have what's called reciprocity. So if I get one here in Utah. I can go to, I think, 23 or 24 other states, and they'll recognize that concealed carry permit. But I'm from Oregon, and I have to get a permit in Oregon in order to carry. But nobody, but they don't recognize anybody else. Oh. Right. Okay, okay. No. So, tell you want to carry a gun? Yeah, what should I get? Um, well, it's really, uh, when people tell you definitively what you should get, that's just their opinion. That's their personal preference. They, they're going to tell you what they like. You have to go and find out what, what is best for you. So it's kind of like Harry Potter where you, the, you don't pick the wand. The wand picks you. Sure. <laughs> what? Sure. <laughs> you know how like uh, it's almost like a sexual experience when Harry finds his wand? <laughs> Taylor's trying to get off on buying a gun. No. Jeez. The gun doesn't pick you. He just said that people will tell you what's best and you have to decide for yourself. Right, but it's it's the same. No. Yeah. Ollie Vander was like, the wand <laughs> picks you, and the and it comes and finds you when you touch it. <laughs> hey, I think it's it's you'll instantly have a connection. Okay, fine. I guess that makes sense. There there are times you'll go into a you'll go and test out some guns, and some ranges will let you rent guns, and uh, you'll you'll pick up one, and that'll just feel good in your hand, and that's that's a good start, um, because. Somebody, you might go into a store and they say, go get a Ruger LCP. That's a tiny gun. You have big hands. I do have it's big hands. You, like and you, a tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not gay. <laughs> Not gay. I've never seen it, guys. Not gay. <laughs> you might only get two fingers around it, and I hate shooting a thing, and I have smaller hands. True. I've, I've shot a Beretta Nano. Too small. Yeah. Too you, small. Even that, and that's, that I would consider that more of a... No, it's still small. It's not as small as an LCP. How many more dick jokes do I get in this segment? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Probably a lot. I'm just going to let that on. In the gun community, it's a big thing. Talking about getting hands around things and fingers. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to stop. I'm done. I'm done. You all can make up your own jokes at home. You guys keep talking. Um, for you, I would consider something more. I, I would go for a full-size pistol, a Glock 19 
is one of the is I think is the most popular concealed uh, pistol. You get 15 rounds. It's in a compact um, package, and it, for you with your body frame size, you'd be able to conceal it real easy. I carry something I call I carry a um, Springfield Armory XD in a subcompact, so it's a little smaller. But I could also do a Glock 19 as well. So, so let me ask you, Brandon, why do you carry? I carry because I things are changing every day. You watch the news, all these attacks, terrorist attacks, just the crazy people out there. I want to be able to defend myself when when I when, if I ever need to. It's like it's like wearing a seatbelt. I hope I never have to wear, use my seatbelt, okay. but I wear it just in case I do. And so the the thing that that gets me the most are these these truck attacks that yeah. people have been they're running people over in the streets bad guys are stopped by good guys with a gun bad guys with guns are stopped by good guys with guns same with in in those cases of the trucks they had to call good guys with guns to stop them right no so i guess my thing is is like you are a good person to have a gun with you if something bad happened in public mm-hmm. you're trained you understand you're level-headed you understand when you would need to draw a gun you know how to use the gun when you draw it I think the problem is getting willy-nilly everybody carrying a right. gun, right? I wouldn't feel safe if I knew every single person I bumped into had a gun. Right. Right? I agree. I agree. I don't think everybody should have a gun. There are people that that should not be able to hold guns. I know police officers that, yeah, that yep. don't know how to handle a gun as good as they should. Right. They have gone to the range with them, and they, they muzzle or point the gun at, at people when... That is a big no-no. Yeah, yeah. not good. <laughs> no. Um, and it was going back to what Taylor was asking earlier about concealed carry permits. Once you get the permit, and I even I continue to, to improve my training, you should always want to, to get more. So right. The, the concealed carry permit class is not enough. Uh-huh. And so learning to go and shoot um, by someone that's trained, usually these classes are run by law enforcement officers that have studied – tactics for years or just the way to handle a gun for years military ex-military retired military and um that's what that that's what is best right get your concealed p- permit and then get more training right um the it's called um what do they call it um we always spend time on our hardware always get the cool gun cool ammo cool holster but when nobody spends and invests in the software things like stuff in your head you have to be prepared to shoot somebody right it's, it's not an easy thing just to to shoot somebody you have to you have to go through scenarios in your mind okay i'm sitting here at dinner with my family in a restaurant what do i do if somebody comes in starts shooting into the ceiling mm-hmm. okay are you gonna pop the guy <laughs> or are you gonna consider i'm drawing attention to my family sitting at this table over here we're gonna lay low and maybe escape out the back while i cover yeah. As they escape, sort of thing. See, and I don't think everyone, most people wouldn't think through no. those scenarios. And no. myself, I, I don't feel like I'm the type of person to be prepared to ever shoot somebody. Yeah. So I'm like, I really would be not a good person to carry a gun. But there's good people. I think we should have people like yourself that are trained and thinking about it, smart. You know, Taylor, you're questionable for me. You write the Taken series. Brian seems a little willy nilly <laughs> with his shooting, and, uh, and that's just a projection of yourself right it's not who are you in the taken series who am i in the <laughs> yeah I'm, kim 
Yeah, actually. Kim is you? <laughs> it was. I voice actor. It's a metaphor, though. Yeah. Kim is you, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just always looking for my approval from others, <laughs> you know? Okay. So. <laughs> um, that you can train yourself to be that way, uh, Yeah, right. There's a... I, yeah. I had a... I was a wide... I eye-opening experience i listened to this podcast called primary and secondary shout out to them i guess and um not sponsored yeah no (laughs) not sponsored um they have these guys are way more experienced than me they're they're, all of them are law enforcement officers or or they've been in the military or they've been training um doing this for years but the one of the guys on the podcast he was wrongly accused or wrongly um yeah wrongly accused and uh um, charged with uh, assault, mm. and f- he was put in jail for three years. And he he has a very big background in violence, and that, this is the way he he talks. And he he was saying like people, especially gun owners, they walk around. Oh yeah, I'll just I'll just pop an MF or willy nilly, and really he's like, no, you 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 don't have it in you. Right. This this guy is, he's uh, he 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 doesn't brag, but he's like I've stabbed many people, put holes in many people, and you have to commit right. to do stuff like that. That's that is not something natural. You have to train. You have to be prepared for for stuff like that. And um, yeah, it, uh, it it was it was an episode called Primal Violence. So if you want to mm. train yourself to be like that, listen to this podcast. And it might scare you because okay. it kind of scared me. At a little first. gritty. I'm like, I'm not prepared for anything. Okay. <laughs> That's the way I felt after listening right. to it. All right. Primal violence. Yes. On the primary and secondary pod? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have long podcasts and they are very colorful in their language. They're all military and yeah. Good to know. Yes. Explicit for a reason. Very colorful. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brendan, we, I forgot we kind of have a time constraint right That's now. That's true. Ooh. But we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it was fun to be on. Uh, thanks for listening and teaching our audience a little bit more about guns. There's a lot of misconceptions about guns. We could go on and on about the nuances of that, I'm sure. But it's good to hear someone from your perspective that's actually trying to put more guns out there in the market. Yeah, I, and I'm all about, <laughs> I'm all about uh, healthy um, at gun education. Right. You might go into a gun shop and the salesman might just tell you anything I'm going to. I'm going to try and teach you and see what you want, what it is you're, you're carrying a gun for or want a gun for, and we're going to go toward, more towards that instead of selling you the hottest thing on the, the market. Well, if anybody asks us about buying a gun, can we yeah. send them your way? Yeah, my company's called Columbia Gunsmithing. All right. Uh, my website isn't up yet, but it will be soon. Sweet. Yep. We'll keep, you, keep people in the know. Tay, any last-minute questions before we head out? No, I just got to go get my gun. Sweet. So I can kill the bad guys. I still don't think he's ready. (laughs) (laughs) Need a few training courses. (laughs) You need an extra long training course. Well, Tay, good luck buying your gun when you buy a gun. Thank you. Be careful with it. I will. Be careful of those long hands of yours, you know. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pull that trigger. Yep. Too soon or too late. That's right. All right, everybody. We got more good stuff coming for you real soon this week. It's going to be a barrage of uh, podcasting for us. So hopefully you guys can uh, get your fix, the Jack and No Trades. And let us know what you think about the new artwork. Yes, the new logo is up. Hopefully you guys like it. And Dan, we're sorry we're we're slacking on the the podcast here. He gave us some shit on Twitter today. Pokemon Dan. <laughs> yeah. I think the artwork looks cool, so. All right. Well, we'll take it. 
it's us kind of it's it basically is what we we do so all right everybody be safe out there we'll talk to y'all later we're out